Welcome everyone to episode 19 of The Mind of Reese. I'm so glad you guys are here. Um, you know, I, I have like a little makeshift area in my living room that I that I do my podcasts in and I really, I think it's cool because it looks into my living room instead of looking at a wall and I think that's just very opening for me. I don't know, I feel like your space is very important in order to create awesomeness. I feel, I feel your, your space is very sacred and you should really take that into consideration. So I'm really being grateful for the plants everywhere and what I'm looking at and I see a lot of plants in in my living room and stuff so it feels very open to me I just felt like I needed to share that um that it's it's important to have a little bit of feng shui in your space when you're creating so I always hope that all of you out there are doing that as well as creatives that we are um but I also wanted to say thank you a lot of you guys out there that listen to the podcast have been screenshotting commenting putting it up on your Instagram stories and you have no idea I Love it so much. It's so motivating to me to see all of you guys getting out there, getting motivated by what I have to say. And to be honest, it's just, it's contagious. You know, you you guys get motivated from me and in turn I get motivated from you. So please keep on commenting, keep on reposting this on your stories and letting me know that you guys are loving the, loving the content I'm throwing out there because, you know, I love giving it to you. So... <laughs> So with that being said, it kind of segues into some some stuff that's been stemming up for me this week, and it's about uh, confidence, you know. I think confidence is really, really a key factor in life, and creating confidence can be really, really tough and difficult to fathom almost and to try to understand, and a lot of people think you're just born confident, which you are, actually, you, you very much are born confident. You're born without any judgment about anything. But then we go through life experience, whether it be good or bad, whatever, however you want to look at your experiences, and that's completely up to you, mind you. But whatever you see and whatever energy you put into an experience, whether good or bad, that definitely shapes how we make decisions for the future. And what's funny about stepping away or trying to avoid quote-unquote bad feelings, and I never want to utilize the terminology as bad or good when it comes to feelings, or positive or negative, really. Because anything that you're positive, you want to run towards, and anything that's negative, you want to run away from. And I think in order to cultivate confidence, we actually need to lean against the uncomfortable. And when we have an uncomfortable feeling, not a negative feeling, because I don't like to call it that, so I like to say uncomfortable, because uncomfortable makes us feel like something we can actually, you know, kind of be okay with. Instead of when we say negative, negative feels painful, and you want to run away from pain, correct? So when we lean against the uncomfortable, we actually are creating confidence within us, because we are stepping outside of our comfort zone in order to reach the thing we want to achieve. And I know that's like a catch-22 and it's like, ah, oh, Reese, that sounds so easy, but nobody wants to go towards pain. It's our, it's instinct inside of our humanness to run away from pain. It's a survival mechanism we have inside of our brains that gives us like siren signs like, woo-woo, you know, stop, don't go there. We're not going in there. I don't want to go over there. Like this is not going to happen. And so we want to run away from the uncomfortability. And in this podcast, I do want to go over how to cultivate confidence, what ways we can do today in order to create that confidence. But I think it's really important to dive a little bit deeper as to the reasonings why we think we don't have confidence or why we believe we're not confident or we don't contain confidence because confidence is within us it's not that we're babies and we're born unconfident we're born with no judgment about ourselves and 
the opposite end of confidence is just what we believe about ourselves. And so you can always change those beliefs within you. But in order to find out what you actually believe, you have to dive a little bit deeper. And all in all, at the end of the day, the reasons why, you know, people feel that they aren't confident is because of fear. And when we have fear inside of us, fear of failure, fear of not getting that thing we're trying to achieve, or if we try to be a tattoo artist and we don't get that apprenticeship and we fear that failure. And at the end of the day, the subsequent word that we want to focus on is the word fear. And what's so funny is that we fear that feeling so much that it actually stops us from our growth and stunts us from achieving the goals that we want. And that's so crazy because failure is just a word. You know, we're all taking it in a different way. When I, you know, say a word to me like tattoos and you're not a tattooed person, the word tattoo might mean something to you. It might make your face scrunch. Like some people don't like tattoos. That's okay. You know, but tattoos to me makes me smile, makes me excited. You know, there's always going to be different meanings to different words for different people. It's all different perspectives. It's all different experiences in our life. And when we think of failure, the word failure, it can mean totally different things. Now, for a lot of us, failure has a negative, quote unquote, negative connotation to it. And we fear that feeling that we receive when we think we have, quote unquote, failed. But what if you could put a different feeling on that outcome? All that confidence is in my opinion, is that it's a deep sense that you can handle emotional outcome for anything that you, you're going for or anything that you're going to pursue. So let me say that again. It's a deep sense that you can handle the emotional outcome of anything that you want or anything that you pursue. And the two key words here is emotional outcome. Now, the reason why... I want to dive deeper into the emotional outcome is because no matter what feeling you get out after you go for that thing, you do that thing, you make that IG live, you post that photo of yourself, you actually talk in your stories, you realize that being the face of your brand is a really, really important thing for your business to grow and you end up doing that thing, that one step forward of putting your face forward into your business as a tattoo artist. That's where I'm going with this is that after you do that thing, whatever emotional outcome, let's say you have the goal of having 25 people reach and you get one. And instead of putting so much weight on that one, how about we put the weight on you did it, you know? And even if you do put so much weight on that one, how that feeling is so fleeting and it goes away so quickly, right? So we got to think of it as that confidence actually stems from facing those unpleasant feelings and how to take a handle on those unpleasant feelings and realizing that that's actually how you gain more confidence is leaning against the uncomfortable because being comfortable with the uncomfortable is the key to your success. It's key. It's one of those things where it's like a paradigm shift. You're just like, wait, you mean I have to go towards the pain in order to be confident? (laughs) And essentially, that's exactly what I'm saying. I'm saying that you have to be uncomfortable. You have to go outside your comfort zone. And I know in a lot of my other episodes of my podcast, I talk about this a lot and it's really true. The moment is that you do the thing, whatever outcome happens, you can handle it no matter what. 
you can, if you quote unquote fail, you're able to pick yourself back up and persevere. You have resilience. You created resilience in you. Or let's say you reached the goal. You did the thing. You know, you you met the 25 likes that you wanted to. You had people comment. You had the 25 people follow you out of nowhere on Instagram marketing or whatever else. And, and then all of a sudden you, you feel that confidence boost. So either way, you get, you lean against the uncomfortable. You create confidence because you made the goal in your mind or you create resilience because you might not have hit that goal, but you did it. And now you know you can do it again. And that's the point. So when you realize that all confidence is, is just having a deep sense that you can handle any emotional outcome of the thing that you do, of anything that you pursue, that's what creates confidence. And that's what creates resilience. Because we all know that to be perfectly honest, like all the things that we think are unpleasant, like the, you know, sadness, shame, anger, disappointment, frustration, helplessness, vulnerability, embarrassment. These are like common day, everyday, spontaneous reactions for things not turning out the way we want or the way we perceive we need. It's the everydayness of them. We don't like those feelings. We run away from those feelings. And so what do we do? We avoid. And we avoid them just like we avoid going after our hopes and dreams, just like we avoid our, you know, our goals and things like that because we fear the emotional outcome that we will face if whatever it is. And most of the time as a survival mechanism, which is totally our humanist, which is totally valid and it's okay and it's wonderful that we have an instinct and an ego to let us know like, hey, just be careful, you know, it's a survival instinct and that's okay. We don't have to fight against that survival instinct, but we also need to be compassionate with that survival instinct and be like, hey, I hear you, I feel you, but I'm going to do it anyway. Because at the end of the day, success equals your dreams plus fear plus doing it anyway. That's how you reach success. That's how you get to those goals and dreams. That's how you take that other step forward to being the more authentic you, to being the person that you want to be in the future. You know, you're not going to get to that next goal. You're not going to quit your job and be a full-time tattoo artist. You're not going to be a creative. You're not going to build your business. You're not going to do any of those things because you fear the emotional outcome of it. But then you will never reach those goals. And so where are you? You're in the same spot you already were. So, you know, at the end of the day, what's the big deal? Life comes with, you know, roadblocks. Not even roadblocks, just hurdles. And the reason why they're thrown at us like that is just due to the fact that Honestly, the universe just believes that we're ready for the next step, that we're ready for growth. I truly believe that if in any moment I am getting frustrated with a situation, it's first off that I'm trying to control the pathway in which I want things to go, that I have some sort of power over the way people should react to me, the way they should act towards me, the way my goals should be handled, the way they're supposed to go in this one A to B path. And that's not the way it is at all. Actually, if I think about it, the universe is probably has a way more creative way of getting to me to my goal. But the thing is, is that I have faith, even with the doubt and the fear, I still have faith to move forward and believe that I will achieve it no matter what. Because I don't actually know how I'm going to achieve it or the way it's going to happen. I have no control over that. The only thing I have control over is my mindset, that I have belief that I can do it, 
even though I fear the feeling of the outcome of the quote unquote failure, but I do it anyway. That's what builds resilience. And that's what builds your confidence. So when you realize that confidence is just really getting in tune with the fact that you're okay with whatever emotional outcome that comes from going after something, going after your goals and dreams, and you can be really comfortable and really just neutral about that feeling and letting yourself feel it and be okay with it, but letting, letting yourself know that it's okay to feel those things. Like even if you wanted to reach a goal and you're really bummed out about it at the end, that's it. And you're really bummed out about it. But then get back up, dust yourself off, and keep on moving forward. Then look at it as an analytical thing. What did I do this time? What can I do better next time? What did I learn from this? And when you start to look at it, especially in business, when I look at things from a business standpoint, it almost helps me a little bit more to realize that it's just business. You know, when people are like, it's not personal, it's business. And even though it is personal to me sometimes, I can always revert back and be like, well, what can I do now? What is it? What are the next steps? And that's what creates resilience. And when we create resilience, we create confidence because at the end of the day, no matter what, I'm winning. And that's the mindset I have. So every stumble, every trip up, every quote unquote failure or not meeting a goal. Yeah, it hurts. But how long does it hurt? For only a split second. And the only reason why it might hurt any longer than that is because you're no longer in the moment. You are no longer in the here and now. Science has explained that when you feel a feeling, a spontaneous reaction that you feel, negative or positive, it believes. In that moment, it only lasts for 90 seconds. But the reason why it lasts longer is because we have decided that we're going to think about what just happened and relive that feeling over and over and over and over again. And that's why when we quote unquote fail or don't reach a goal, it feels like it hurts forever. Or when you break up with someone, it feels like it hurts forever. But in all actuality, in all realness of the human body, of the realness of what actually is going on in the here and now, it only lasts for 90 seconds. That's science. That comes from, gosh, I forget her name. She's a neuroscientist and I really, really love her books. She's amazing. Um, I will put that in the show notes who she is, but she, I just love her book. It really, really hit home for me because it's true. You know, we are the ones that are living in our past when we believe that that feeling lasts longer than 90 seconds, because it really doesn't. And when you keep reliving your past feelings, of course it's going to hurt longer. Of course it's going to be more painful. And of course we don't want to feel it. So what do we do? We avoid, we buffer, we drink, we smoke, we do all these things. And that's something that's not helping us in the long run because it's only avoiding a feeling for a set amount of time. And then what happens when you sit down and don't do anything, you're not watching TV or anything, and all of a sudden your thoughts come rushing back in and then you're back to that moment of that feeling of failure. And and then that feeling becomes so debilitating that you fear it and then you talk yourself out of moving forward again or trying it again because you're so afraid of that feeling. It's not the thing you did that you fear. It's the feeling you got when you felt like you failed. When you, when you believed, you believed the word failure. The thought was failure. Your feeling was disappointment. And that feeling only lasts 90 seconds, but yet you relive in that feeling when you keep thinking about that thought. Instead of being here and now, being like, okay, I had that thought. I had that feeling. It didn't feel good. I rode the feeling. 
because it's always better to ride the feeling, you guys. It's never good to try to suppress it. We are humans. We're not meant to suppress our feelings. We have them for a reason. They're good for us. But we don't have to believe that they can consume us. They don't have to consume us. Because consumption is also avoidance of moving forward. Let us put it that way. The fact that you revel in that feeling over and over and over again is because you're throwing yourself, here comes some tough love, baby. You're giving yourself a fucking pity party. And I'm very fucking guilty of that shit too. So I understand. I get it. But you are throwing yourself a pity party when you decide that I'm going to revel in this feeling that's happened two days ago, one week ago, a year ago, six years ago. I don't care when it was. But the fact that you keep bringing it up in your present and you live in your past, that's the reason why you don't like that feeling so much because you keep bringing it back up and you keep attributing it to, I don't like that feeling, I'm never doing that thing again. And that's, that's something you want to make sure that you feel. You feel that feeling in the moment, you all right, learn from it. Okay, what did I do that time? What can I do this time? That's the only reason why you should ever go to your past is to reference it for something that you are going to either do differently, pivot, shift, whatever you got to do in order to try again. And by trying again, you will gain that confidence. You will gain that resilience. And that feeling will just be another feeling that happened. But you know how much sweeter it is when you get that goal and you had that feeling of failure, you had that feeling of disappointment a little bit in yourself and that kind of thing that you didn't meet the goal that you wanted to meet and whatever, whatever. It's so much sweeter on the other side when you try again and you try again and you try again. Because to be honest, you guys, we have a human experience for the very reason to grow and to learn. It's not meant to be happy-go-lucky rainbows and unicorns all day long. Who, I mean, I get it. Maybe some people want that. But in all actuality, we don't. <laughs> you can say that you have that or whatever. And in all actuality, you probably are avoiding something. Because humans were meant to feel all ranges of feelings. And it's okay to have them. And don't be afraid of them. Actually work through them. Like I said, 90 seconds, that's all it is. And if it comes up and stems back up, be okay with that. But just realize that you don't have to identify yourself with that feeling because it doesn't mean that you are a failure. That's, that's not a description of who you are at all. Yeah, maybe you failed one time or maybe you failed a bajillion times, but that in no way does that mean you are a failure. That in no way means that Reese, aka failure, like you're not going to say that. I would never say that about myself. I definitely wouldn't because then that obviously would not help me go forward in my life and in my goals and my dreams, even when there has been a million times I have fucked up and I have failed at something and I remember those feelings and sometimes I'm very guilty of reliving those feelings. But I take 100% responsibility for my thoughts and for my feelings. And when I'm giving myself a pity party, I take responsibility for that too. And I'm okay with it. Okay, Reese, you had a pity party. It's okay, girl. It's okay. We're, we're okay. But now what are we going to do? That's the voice you want too. Because we all have them. We all have several voices in our heads that are constantly our inner monologue that is talking to us. And sometimes it's our ego and sometimes it's our intuition. And, you know, obviously those ones kind of get intertwined sometimes depending on our mental fortitude. 
how strong we are that day, how tired we are that day, if we got enough sleep that day, if we ate good, good food that day, if we got the coffee in us, you know, all these, there's a lot of factors that happen to us on a daily basis. So not every day is going to be fucking perfect, but be okay with that. That's okay. And then that's what creates resilience. So the reason why I wanted to go over where you can get confidence is by understanding that what it is you actually fear and in order to achieve that confidence is the emotional outcome. And that confidence really just stems from having a deep sense of understanding of whatever emotional outcome that you have through what you want in your goals and in your dreams, that you're going to be okay with it. That you're just going to ride the wave of it, no matter what, no matter what. So I think that's really, really, really important, especially as entrepreneurs. We have such high expectations on ourselves. We have so many expectations. We make the goal and we have the vision board, but at the end of the day, it doesn't go our way and we get upset by it. The thing is, is you, you can't be held to have it your way. You just, it doesn't work that way. You don't create the path. You just create the goal. The path and how you get there is not up to you. You can do as much as you want in order for you to get there for sure. You can take the actionable steps in order to take each step forward, but it's not always just going to be a straight line. It's going to be a roller coaster and zigzags and everything like that. That's just the way the cookie crumbles. And when you get really clear and open to the fact that every foot forward toward a goal is going to be a bumpy ride, it's better to look at it as though it's a learning experience. And I know that that sounds cliche and that's hard to believe sometimes, but it is. And when you can look at a situation or a circumstance as a learning experience, you can then step out of yourself and step back and be like, okay, this thought of failure is not serving me because I'm not getting towards my goal. And at the end of the day, you guys, it's not about the outcome. It's about the journey, right? It's like Buddha says, you know, it's about the journey of getting there. And so it really is because if we're automatically always just trying to be over there, we're never happy with what's here. And to be honest, you're never going to be happy. So it's a lot. I know. There's a lot of steps that we need to take every single day. And I advise every single day that you work on your mind, that you really, really hone in on studying. And what is best for you? If you're more spiritual, woo-woo manifestations type, go for it. If you need more, you know, science, go for that as well. I mean, to be honest, I, I do both. I like the science aspect of it because I, I understand it more. I like numbers. I like facts. And that really helps me believe in certain things. But I also believe in the power of positivity. And I believe in the law of attraction because I've experienced it in myself. And if I'm only going to think negative thoughts I'm only going to create a negative energy around me and I'm only going to attract negativity and so if I look at failure as negative and something I want to be away from and I'm pushing away from it you know whatever you resist persists so that negativity is going to keep coming back at you because you're so negative about it now if I'm looking at failure or an emotional outcome as what as a neutral zone as that feeling is neutral it's not negative or positive yeah it might make me feel a little uncomfortable but it's not negative or positive, then I'm more willing to step forward and be okay with whatever emotional outcome I get out of it. Because that's all really, that's all we fear. It's not the thing we're doing. It's how we'll feel after. But instead of thinking about the negative feeling you'll feel after, how about thinking of what happens if you do get it? I mean, 
<laughs> I'll be stoked, right? So whenever I make a goal, I always advise that like you, especially with my coaching clients, I always advise that you look at your goal, you write it down, write how you will feel when you reach that goal, you know, write that down, write um, how, how it makes you, how it makes you feel, how you will feel, what, what will you do, you know, how will you celebrate your win? And then now this is going to go into the cultivating the confidence here. So how to gain more confidence is really just facing an unpleasant feeling and what it takes to handle an unpleasant feeling is truly the foundational piece of confidence. Getting comfortable with the uncomfortable. So to me, like I said, confidence is the deep sense that you can handle any emotional outcome of whatever you face or whatever you pursue. But again, the key words are emotional outcome. Has nothing to do with the thing, has nothing to do with physical. It's the feeling within you. You know you can handle the feeling on the other side of that thing. Confidence, baby. <laughs> so let's talk about cultivating confidence and how we can actually maybe create some of that within us. Sometimes, you know, going straight up against uncomfortable feeling, yeah, that kind of stinks, but it is necessary. So let's take baby steps in order to get there. Um, I have about seven of those ways to create more confidence within you. And hopefully you don't have to do all of them and one, you know, I think it's better just to pick and choose which ones you want to do and kind of go from there and see what happens. So number one is do the thing and do it messy. Don't hide behind perfectionism. I think a lot of people tend to do that, but that is just procrastination to me in my eyes. Now I understand wanting everything to be perfect and beautiful and things like that. But to be honest, I operate on a different sense that if I constantly try to perfect something, I go into analysis paralysis saying that it's not perfect enough, it's not perfect enough, I need to change it, this isn't good, and then I end up not launching anything or not showcasing anything or putting myself out there in any way because it's not perfect enough or I'm not perfect enough. And really that's all what it comes down to it is that I'm doing something, I don't believe it's perfect enough, but what I'm really saying to myself is that I'm not perfect enough and then there's that fear of feeling like someone else is gonna think that too. And that's where we stop ourselves. So what do we do? Do the thing and do it messy and do it fast. So you're going to go on your first IG live. You're going to go on your, you're going to take your first video of your face with your stories, or you're going to post your first photo of you on your story or on your stories or on your main page just to show who you are. It's so important, you guys. You being the face of your brand is so important, but just do it. Just go for it. Take a good photo and send it. Send it, bro. Just send it. And then you're good to go. And that's doing it and doing it messy. And the one time you do it, and I promise you, people are going to like it. You know, this is one of those things where, and especially in the sense of Instagram marketing, being the face of your brand, showing up as you online will always make people more confident in you and creates more confidence in you. And people are almost inspired by that and stoked for you. And if you ever get any bad feedback, that is a-okay. I have a podcast episode about dealing with critics and trolls. Go look at that thing if you guys are having any issues with that. But this has nothing to do with anybody else but yourself, okay? So this is where we want to just do the thing and do it messy. 
Number two, celebrate your wins. Like I said, make sure, write down your goals and celebrate them when you achieve them. And it doesn't matter like, It doesn't have to be, oh, I wanted to post on Instagram and I wanted to get 24 likes. Those are two separate things. Don't forget that. Don't lump them into one because if you posted it and you don't make the 24 likes, you know, you feel bad. But if you make them two separate goals, you posted it, that's a goal met. You fucking did it. Celebrate that shit, bro. (laughs) You want to celebrate that shit because it's it's important. It's so important to celebrate your wins. It's it's you did it. That's a fucking win. The 24 likes, meh. You get it, cool. You don't, whatever. Next time. Nah, you created resilience because there's a next time, right? When we create resilience, the next time makes us more confident. And the next time, and the next time, and the next time. And if you fall backwards a little bit more than the last time, you go a next time. Don't stop. Just keep going. It's going to be hard. It's grueling. But it's worth it. Not only for yourself, but for your business. Now, whenever I put it in the context of my business, I don't know, it just motivates me more. Because I know that for myself, I love that. And I know that in order for my business to run well, it takes my mindset to be run properly as well. Because I truly believe it's about your attitude that creates success in your life. And it's about your mindset that creates success in your life. And so with that being said, that's the reason why I create the time in order to work on my mind and my mindset because it creates confidence, that creates resilience, that creates so much positive and comfortable feelings that we want to feel on an everyday basis along with the uncomfortable feelings as well. But I'm able to handle those uncomfortable feelings because what? I know that all in all, they're all just feelings. And they all last for 90 seconds and that's it. And we keep moving forward. We take the things that we need from those feelings in order for us to move forward, in order for us to make decisions on what we're going to do next, whether it be the uncomfortable or the comfortable kind. If I make the goal, I'm stoked, celebrate my win. But now I know what I did that I can create again and maybe create it better. Or if I don't make the goal, all right, that didn't feel very good. Go for it. Celebrate the win because I fucking did it. Still a win to me. You did it. I say at anything, the thing you did, at least you did it, You're it's winning. I don't care what money you make. I don't care what goal you're trying to achieve and you didn't get it as far as like money or likes or how many followers you have or whatever it is in your life, however, whatever it is. It's a win because you did it, period. I want to know about the wins. So make sure to celebrate your wins. Number three is create the goals and the vision boards. Imagine yourself where you want to be. Write it down. Ask how it would feel. What is it that you make that mean if you achieve that goal? You know, are you going to be stoked? Are you going to be happy? Are you going to take that vacation? Are you going to do this? Are you going to do that? What would it mean if you didn't make the goal? Ah. And this is where you can kind of really dive deeper within yourself on, okay, I can make it mean that it's okay. I'm going to go for it. I'm going to believe I'm going to reach this goal. But no matter what, I fucking did it. That's it. So creating the vision board, creating the why, is always going to spurn you forward. It's always going to make you take that first step because your why is so good. Your The reasons why you're doing it is for yourself. It's for your family. It's for your business. It's for your livelihood. It's for not going back to that nine to five job. It's for being able to be a, an artist for a living. It's be able to impact the world with your art. It's being able to create a loyal following of people that love your artwork, that want to showcase your artwork. They are, they want to become your art gallery. Like that's so dope. And you want to share that with people. Like that's, these are whys 
that get me revved up. These are all my whys. These are all the reasons why I do things. I love helping people. I love helping people. I love motivating people. I love people seeing that there's so much possibility in this world. I love that. That's why I do this. You think me doing my first podcast was easy? You think doing them every week and feeling like, what if they don't like this one doesn't go through my head? Of course it does. Of course it does. But I do it anyway because my why is really important and it's really stuck within me. And so that fear doesn't take over me. Now, once I get on the other side and, and yeah, nobody ended up watching it as many times as the last time. Do I feel a sense of like, mm, bummer? Of course. And I write it. And then I go, well, what can I do differently? What is it that I can say differently? What is it that people want to know? And then you know what? If I don't know that question, I ask. I ask for help. I ask my audience. I ask them what they want to hear. I ask you guys what you want to hear. What do you guys want to hear from me? It's the best, best case study. So create the goals, create the vision boards. Now physically, you want to feel more confident in your own skin. Take a shave. Cut your hair. Do something that makes you feel good. Get dressed up. I know we're in COVID right now. Personally for me, I love doing podcast days. I love doing IG live days when I'm on my IG live and I'm telling you guys about Instagram marketing for tattoo artists. I love those days. Am I, you know, do those days kind of freak me out? Sure. Do I sometimes feel like some people aren't going to show up? Absolutely. Good grief. This morning I only had nine people in my IG live for a moment there and I was like, oh my gosh. But those nine people needed to know me what they needed to know and that's what I took hold of you know it's always changing the perspective of it it's not looking at it and like oh there's only nine people in here it's like oh these nine people need me <laughs> you know what I mean change your perspective on it and that makes you confident but to be honest the fact that I felt good in my own skin I got dressed up I put my makeup on and then you know I got in front of the camera and it makes me feel good it makes me gives me that confidence I feel confident when I when I'm dressed up, when I, when I feel beautiful on the inside as well as feeling beautiful and confident on the outside to, that people do want to know what I have to say, even if it is only nine people. And it's not only nine people, that's a lot. Nine people. It could have been zero. You know, it could have been nobody showed up. It could have been crickets. And do I fear that? <laughs> Fuck yeah. But the feeling is there. And what do you do? You do it anyway. So physically, power stance, eye contact, smiles, you know, I know we're wearing masks these days to so smile with your eyes, you know, kind of thing. If you're watching my video podcast, you'll see my eyes moving around a lot. <laughs> um, number five, positive thoughts. This one's a difficult one. I think that if you aren't believing the thought of the positive thought, it's, it's so funny how our mind just automatically attributes it to the negative. You're like, you're a confident woman. And then if you don't believe that, you're like, you suck on the inside like your ego's like yeah right bro you're not fucking confident that's the problem so you have to say things to yourself or affirm to yourself that it is you know a positive thing now if positive affirmations don't work for you they don't work for some because I know that's really hard to believe that about themselves I personally always think of when it comes to negative self-talk it's just noticing and being aware is becoming aware of your negative self-talk and realizing that you do not have to identify with the person or with the voice that is talking at you. It is just your brain thinking thoughts. Yup, your brain likes to survive. Yup, your brain likes to go straight down the shitter when it comes to certain things because of fear. When And it's, and it's kind of shitty. And I mean, it's, it's definitely a survival mechanism. So you can't be mad at your brain for doing it because that's only going to make it worse. You just got to realize like, okay, 
it's okay. These are happening. These are thoughts that are just happening within me. I'm okay. I can let this go. We're good. And if you, if you can't do the positive affirmations, personally, positive affirmations help me. I like to write them down. My favorites are like, my success is inevitable. I am on the right path. Money flows freely to me. That kind of thing. That used to be one of them. I really don't think about that kind of thing anymore. I used to have a really negative relationship with money. And uh, now I don't because I have cultivated that relationship. And we can get into that in a different podcast episode. But yes, very much so. Um, you know, I can do anything I put my mind to. I know that no matter what, I'm going to succeed. Because at the end of the day, it's not about the how, like I said. It's about just taking the steps forward to getting there and the person that you become in getting there. And then when you reach the other side of that thing that you do, whether you feel like you quote unquote failed or succeeded or quote unquote succeeded, because success is also just a word that you put power on, that you create the feeling behind. Because $100 to someone over here might be a fucking shit ton of money and that's success to them because they did the damn thing. Like they did their first tattoo, they made $100. They're like, fuck yeah, I made my first $100. Whereas a 10-year veteran is like, 100 bucks, bro, that's all I made today? And then you feel like you failed. Perspective. So you got to realize the feeling of success is also something you cultivate. It's also something that you can decide what that means to you. And if that means greatness, awesome. And, but this also goes for failure. So realize that. Really take that in. Because that's something that I feel like a lot of people don't realize. They just feel the feeling, take it as law, and then either never do it again, never get back up, never dust off their knees, cry, moan, I can't do it, wah, wah, wah. And I'm sorry, I don't mean to be tough loving about it, but it's true because, trust me, I, I'm very hard on myself too, and I've done the same thing. But I can never blame anybody else but myself for that. And when I do that, when I realize I'm, it's all me, and all of it's on me, all my feelings, all my thoughts, all my actions, all my reactions, all my results of those thoughts and reactions and feelings that's on me, then I have the power to change that. And that's actually empowering to me. Instead of giving my power away to some circumstance, oh, I failed. That feeling makes me feel this way. I'm not going to want that feeling anymore, so I'm not going to do it anymore. Huh. Like, nah. Go for it. Okay, number six. Be comfortable with the uncomfortable. Uncomfortable means growth. Growth is what we want. We're human beings. We always want more, right? You always want that feeling of more, right? You don't want that feeling of, I just want to do nothing. And if you do, I mean, all the power to you. But at the end of the day, if you really truly ask yourself the truth about that, is that true? Right? Is that true? Is that really what you want? You really want nothing? You wouldn't be listening to this podcast if you did. I think you'd be listening to a different podcast, maybe like a crime one or like entertaining kind of thing which is totally cool do you think but if you're here that means you want more and that means you want growth and that means there's something in your life that you want to change and the things you're doing aren't working so you're trying to find another way and I'm offering it to you right here so I hope you listen um and number seven this is the most important one this is the last one live in the present moment you need to live in the present moment. Don't look backward. Don't look forward unless you're looking forward to set goals, to meet deadlines, or if you're referencing back to an experience that can help you in the present moment right now, such as like tattooing techniques, I don't know, business tactics, or even 
what you hear on this podcast today. You want to reference it back because you heard it before? That's great. But be here and be in the now. Because like I said, you guys, the reason why we have such fear, debilitating fear of going towards our goals and our dreams is because of feeling that we may have experienced in our past that that feeling, that quote-unquote feeling of whatever you may failure feel like. You don't want that feeling, but you keep reliving that feeling and freaking yourself the fuck out enough to the point where you're like, you know what, I don't want that feeling so bad I'm not even gonna try. Bro, that's crazy pants. You gotta try. (laughs) So live in the now. Because this is the only thing we have. This is the only real true thing right now, this moment, and now this moment, and now this moment. That is what we have. So you guys, I hope that this gives you a little bit of insight on the reasons why you, you think maybe you lost your confidence and maybe the ways to get it back or the ways to just cultivate it in general. And I hope you guys love this podcast. I hope that this was helpful. Please let me know your comments, questions, or anything. I love all of your messages. You can email me. Go to my website, you know, uh, www.theartofreese.com. Follow me there on Instagram, The Art of Reese. All the good stuff. Just remember, your success really stems from your dreams plus fear plus doing it anyway. All right, guys. I'll see you in the next episode. Take care.